is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Banmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist who is as known as the time queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle, not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, Get Unstuck Nation. Today, this is something that also very important to all the leaders and business owner, entrepreneur in general. We are going to talk about relationship and intimacy today. So, please welcome Melissa Kinan here with me to Get Unstuck Radio. Hi, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining me as well. So today we are going to cover about intimacy for high achieving business owner and individual. And it's so important that once you are so productive, you forgot actually how to connect with others because you really focus on what is in front of you, and that could get you stuck and jammed in many parts of your life, right? So we're going to talk about the relationship. So yeah, I'm excited to speak with you today, Melissa. Mm, I'm so glad to be here. So before we get started, though, how you started your own entrepreneur journey again? Um, well, it started from the school of hard knocks. <laughs> um, my husband and I had a lot of marriage difficulty in the first five years. Well. Really, the first eight years of our marriage, the first five years, I was in the dark about what was really causing all the discomfort. I couldn't understand why we couldn't connect more, and I just kept thinking, "This isn't what I thought it was going to be." And anyway, so we went through a lot. My husband and I have been through a lot together, but ultimately, we were able to build back from really like a desolate situation. And because of my situation, I had surrounded my with women who we all kind of felt jaded. We all kind of felt like, wow, you know, we were sold this fairy tale and marriage really like it's impossible to be happy in a marriage. Like we all felt that way. So when I found like joy and true connection in my marriage, it like something in me where I was like, other women need to know, like it's not a fairy tale. It's different than what we thought, but it's it can be so rich and beautiful. And I felt so good, and so that. That is actually where my journey began. I didn't even know uh, what that meant. Like, like it was like, okay, great. I have a mission. Like, what do I do? <laughs> but um, slowly, you know, over time, as the universe does, like things were presented to me, and the idea of, of coaching and and stuff like that kind of came into my world. And we had already done so many different tools and things that it was like a compilation of everything that we had learned through therapy and other coaches. And all kinds of resources, and so that's uh, how I began. It's been about five years. So we can really receive more pleasure without limits, right? I know that you get more heart, like the one that you can have more love, more connection, more income, and of course, more impact to the world. And starting from us, that is the real thing, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So when I always ask myself about this, because sometimes I think when things get into the part, quite some time we may not see when this conflict started. How can you acknowledge the issue that happening within your relationship? Yeah, it's such a good question because I often think about how it feels when you lose yourself. We all <laughs> are so attached to our cell phones that when you can't find your phone, and if it's been a little bit longer than normal you really start to panic because you notice the loss and the gap. And there's so many things that we do now that our cell phone provides us with that we're like, you know, what's going to happen if I actually have lost it? Like I cannot find it. And the thing in a relationship is that it's almost like we don't know how to even have true intimacy and connection that I define intimacy as closeness into me see like we really don't have a society that where, you know, we were raised by parents who were really vulnerable and open and connected with us or where our teachers and our, you know, community was really open and connected. That's very rare. And so it's different. Like we don't realize what's missing. We just kind of feel this dullness, this emptiness and a longing to be closer, but completely unsure how. And then what's fascinating is not only, you know, are we kind of in this lost state when it comes to intimacy and true human connection, we also due to our traumas and different things build in defenses. So when someone does try to move in and get a little closer, or maybe they offer empathy to us, or maybe they offer a compliment, even we wall up and we're like, Oh, no, no, no. Like we turn compliment back to the other person or someone empathizes with us. And we're like, well, no, I didn't share this with you so that you know, it wasn't about that, whatever we put up these walls. <laughs> so it really becomes very multi layered where the problem is. So being able to see it, I think it's a slow process that takes time. I don't even think that I realized that that it was true intimacy that was missing. Mm. I reflected in hindsight and it was like, that's why I was unsettled all the time about our relationship. Yeah, that's a good word. Settling in. Like, how does it really feel already settled inside the relationship? It could be fluctuated. Like, what is that feeling should look like in order to support the busy world as a business owner, let's say? Mm. Oh, I don't want to deal with this thing. Like, I mean, I can think of the time that I have a good relationship is very supportive but then when it's not really settling in I don't want to deal with this I just close myself off like that yep. when women doesn't feel settling inside the relationship how can they find a way to get out of that situation and feel settling in again because you mentioned that that is the key like when you mm -hmm. feel like this decent is settled then we can move on because it's mm -hmm. in control it's in manage yeah yeah so when you feel unsettled in your relationship the very first like most important thing to do is actually not go and try and solve a problem in the relationship <laughs> it's actually to look within mm -hmm. and create intimacy first with yourself that into me see mm -hmm. which means really understanding like what am I feeling right now? That's the first thing. And then underneath that, what is that feeling leading me towards in terms of what I really value? Like there's our whole inner um, sensations, the feelings and physical sensations that we have. It's like a compass that is designed to guide us towards what we really value. So if what we really value is missing in a situation, we're going to feel all yucky. And we don't do that. We don't feel our feelings. We don't, you know, if there's discomfort, we're more inclined to try to push it away and just 
get busy and then it builds and builds and builds until we can't ignore it anymore. And next thing you know, we're either completely shut down, like you described, or we're lashing out, you know, where we end up in a fight or fight or flighter. So it's really key to begin to create that with yourself. And um, I also find within that women can be really disconnected from our true heart's desires. Society is always shoving shoulds on us, what we're supposed to be doing, who we're supposed to be and benchmarks we're supposed to achieve and stuff. So a lot of times the desires that we have or the goals that we have may not even really connect to our heart. We might not even feel all that excited about them. We might feel excited about the accolades or something that come as a result of getting that goal, but like it doesn't really resonate with our heart. So being able to connect back in and even go, what do I really desire in this is so huge. Because of that, what block how either men or women being more in their power to do that? So Mm, well, (laughs) it requires some willingness to go against the grain. (laughs) Particularly for women, one of the biggest issues I see is like because of the modern day feminist movement, which is brought about really great things, it also has brought with it some side effects that that still kind of threaten to pull us out of ourselves. Like most women, if they're really get honest with their heart, they want to feel cherished. But no women are saying that because that sounds weak and sounds like you need people. We want to feel like truly seen, truly honored, uh, truly understood, like adored and admired. And we... We feel like we are not allowed to want any of that stuff. So, you know, partnership, not getting some of those things. We don't even, it's like we bypass all that. We just start to like pick apart problems or pick apart our partner or criticize or go into control mode rather than just being like, you know, I want to be held. Like I want to be seen. I want like, those are such vulnerable questions. Sometimes we can't even access them, you know? So for women, you know, that's kind of the dynamic. And I do see, like it seems to be somewhat more organized by genders. Honestly, it's even worse because we live in this masculine energy heralded society, which is all supposed to be focused on, you know, your achievements, your accomplishments, like all this stuff. So for a man to even express that he has a desire, for example, for greater connection, he has got to feel super safe in his relationship before he will ever express something like that. You know, another example of that is stereo typically men are supposed to just want sex all the time. That's just supposed to be how they are, right? So if you get a man who doesn't feel that way or who actually needs like more emotional connection before he feels ready to engage in physical connection, like how was he even supposed to communicate that? Because nothing in society, he feels like an alien in his world, right? But so unfortunate, like really connecting to our true heart's desires, It you have to go against society and all that messaging. And so that ends up being a lot of the work that I do with clients is kind of like, let's break down like what's preventing you from really connecting with what you want and then being able to express that to your partner. Do you think why do men struggling to like really authentically 
express themselves. It's so loaded. Um, and, you know, nowadays, more and more works have been written on this, which I really am so glad for, for our men. But, you know, since he was born, he was told things like even simple, uh, innocent seeming things like be a man, which comes with all these implications of like, so therefore don't have feelings, you know, don't be a quote unquote sissy. Don't, you know, all the way up to, uh, you know, really vulgar things of like, you know, you are not allowed to have these things that you want. And I even look at my husband's circumstances who he was raised in a lovely family with my people that really cared about him. But there was so much expected of him from such a young age that no one ever really sat with him to be like, what do you want? Like even his career wise, it was always like, you know, oh, okay. So how are you going to, you know, these benchmarks? And if he ever expressed that he wanted some career that didn't make a lot of money, that was immediately reflected back to him. Well, you know, that that doesn't make enough money. There's no way you'd be able to provide for a family with that. Like, so they have all kinds of pressures and things that have made that so difficult. And often, you know, women come to me um, uh, primarily, you know, that's kind of who I market to, even though I work with both men and women, but I speak to women and a woman will come to me and she's frustrated because her husband won't open up or her husband, you know, doesn't really share his true feelings or any of that stuff. And I help her just kind of become more of a soft landing place with him. And it's amazing because I kind of look at it like all of our men have this inner child that's like dying to just say the things that he has never been able to say, you know, about what he really wants and all of that. But if he's in a partnership where he's constantly met with criticism or doubt or, you know, not allowed to lead in any of the situations because she always has to be in charge or any of that stuff, then he's less inclined to do any of that. And he often can be very happy to take the back seat where you find partnerships where the woman is now kind of wearing the pants, quote unquote, or in her masculine energy more so than him. And he kind of is more in a feminine energy role, just go with the flow, try to keep her happy. And that's a dynamic where nobody's really happy in that relationship. Mm, that's interesting. That is a very interesting way to take a look. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of hard. So I'm thinking about, I know this is another thing. How do you suggest your clients to balance? Like me, I'm still working a lot, like in a day to still have time and a safe zone for relationship. That's a lot of work. I know. Yeah. So how would you suggest someone in my position, let's say? Well, the first thing, so I'm curious just about you in general, are you in a relationship right now or not? Right now? No. <laughs> and I find this, that jump is a little bit harder because it's this huge game like it required dating right requires that you enter into such attitude of openness discovery almost adventure curiosity because you know you go on like many first dates and most of those are not going to lead to a second date like so <laughs> be in this state of openness and curiosity can be so challenging and I've had women say to me but you know particularly high-powered business women be like this is a waste of my time you know I know right? I know <laughs> and it's like I go on these dates and then and then it, we have this tendency to want to kind of turn it into a business interview like we're hiring for somebody on our team <laughs> 
of you are laughing. I know I'm hitting right on. <laughs> that's so funny, but that's true. Like, that's so true. I'm like, I, I don't have any else thing in my mind except like business. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. So in that position, what I would encourage you is like, okay, if you carve out, you know, every Friday or something like that, right? And you're like, I'm going to have this Friday be about play and getting mm-hmm. to know myself. And then if it works out that, you know, you're invited to a date or there's somebody that sparks your interest and then you have a date on that Friday, it's Mm. still about play and getting to know yourself. You go on to the date and it's all about, oh, this is interesting. Like, you know, whatever. He just said something so awkward and and I'm noticing everything about me. Like, I'm so embarrassed he just said that or or I'm so uncomfortable or whatever. It's all about self-discovery. And um, I find that that kind of helps women then go, oh, you know, because what you discover in those little precious moments of this date, you can go and, you know, learn a lot about yourself that you can go then use in your leadership as a business owner. And I find that in the dating world, like, okay, then now I have some motivation. This is interesting. Now this is about like self-study and curiosity and, you know, just accessing play and openness in myself. And then what's great about that is it also takes the pressure off this poor fellow who's really not in an interview. (laughs) 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 And you may find, because the thing is when we're in that interview mode, which is, is masculine energy, we really can't see the beauty in the other person. So when we sort of step into that play and getting to know ourselves, we step into feminine energy. It gives us space to actually begin to experience connection if there's a spark there. So, you know, it's about finding what really motivates you, you know, and making it about that more than anything. Yeah. It's so hard to find like that click that would change my personality that I show up. And that's so bad. Like, I know. <laughs> I can get, totally get it. Let's remove from like single person like me. But like for those who are already in a committed relationship or in a partnership and they want to embrace that relationship, why they're still working a lot. What yeah. they have to shift to make a better connecting and intimacy relationship. I know that these things are like dreams come true, but it requires works for sure. Okay. So I've worked with people who have, are running three businesses together, right? Or, you know, I've worked with people who are, I've actually worked with a couple too, who were running three businesses and they were all separate. And so here's what I'm going to say, and people listening are not going to like it, but the excuse of there's not enough time to try to make this relationship better is a lie. We're totally lying to ourselves because the reality is a healthy relationship doesn't take that much time. If there are some big gaps, like if the disconnection has gone on for so long that that there's actually some real hurt, that is going to take time, right? We do need to like go through and heal the traumas and, and heal our hearts and then be able to come come together and have conversations about that. That is going to take more time. But, but even that it's like okay an hour an hour a week or something let's have these deep conversations like we can do that right so usually when someone is saying I you know I'm just so busy I just don't have time they're not motivated so they either it feels too hard or it feels impossible or you know they're lacking some hope because of the situation for whatever reason you know there's been too many arguments that have ended in the wrong way or whatever and so it's finding again like, what is it that I'm really seeking in this partnership? And how can I begin to build on that? Because when we're experiencing what we really uh, 
love, those things that we deeply value, as we mentioned in the beginning, we are motivated to make the time. We are motivated to clear the waters and do whatever we need to do to have that and to spend that time. You know, so if it's sex, uh, for example, that's an, a huge one that comes up with people where, you know, I guess I'll, I'll speak in stereotypes because this is what I hear most often. Like the woman will be like, you know, I'm just too tired at the end of the day after I've already like made all the meals, I'm helping take care of our children. I'm in charge of all the appointments. I'm also running my own business and running, you know, dealing with the headaches there and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. At the end of the day, I don't have any energy for sex. Reality is she's lost touch with her desire or her pleasure. So there is, she's just lost touch with that motivation. And it's not to say that it's a hopeless situation by any means. It just takes intimacy with yourself to figure out what is it that I'm craving? What is that value that's really been missing for me that I can now pursue and go forward? Mm, you need to make decision for yourself first. What do you want? Yep. And, to that, and then communicate, right? That's what I hear a lot. Like just saying, just ask and find a common ground. But I know it's not easy. I just like thinking easy way again. So <laughs> this is how I work. But yeah, I hear that. I know this is something that is required having an expert to come in and take a look. I'm really thinking so because like sometimes when you are in a relationship, you don't see the factors that causing the issue. And the more you closer to the problem, you can't find a way out, right? It's required a third eye or third party to take a look at it and, and helps you walk through whether you're going to stay here or set apart. So in case anyone wants to connect with you or work with you, where can they find you? Then? My website is a great place to come and blog. I've got lots of resources there, but um... Um, I've also got a free intimacy guide that you can download that gets you started right away into this self-inquiry, intimacy with yourself, and it kind of takes you through some steps so that then you can come to a place in your partnership where you can actually express what you uncovered, <laughs> what you discovered <laughs> as you did that inquiry. So that's www.melissakeenan.com. So everything will be written in the description below, everyone, as well as in the show notes. I think it's worth checking though to be able to express it's so hard to ask for help you know it's already hard especially like when we are running i don't want to use this as an excuse but it's so hard to ask for help like i don't know why it's so hard but i find it even more difficult the time passed by so yeah i think checking the checklist and see how mesa can help you would be really helpful because at least today i have learned a lot already so thank you so much for your time with get unstuck radio today melissa thank you so much I hope this episode inspires you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that supports your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck